Good morning and happy Saturday. Happy weekend, everybody. You're listening to Bold and Blonde. I'm Melody Judge. I'm Courtney Bieber. Already got it's a mouthful of nuggies. Already got something in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? You do. You do. <laughs> and it's, um, yeah, it's nuggies. It's sausage. Um, we're back together again we in the morning. Together. And oh so um, just kind of having a little bit of a breakfast snack. You made eclairs and breakfast. No, I did not make those. They're like little sausage, <laughs> cheese, and egg bites, but they look like chicken nuggies. They do. They look like chicken nuggies. They're little crack nuggies. They are, um, they are Jimmy, Jimmy Dean. They're so good. From Frank's Piggly Wiggly. Woo-hoo, go Frank's. get them. There, go get them. They are delish. Mm-hmm. Today, um, we've had some really good guests on the last few, the last oh, couple times. We and have. today will not disappoint either. Today's going to be really good. We got a hottie next to us. Yes, we do. Well, she's next to me. She's across from you. I know, but I can feel the energy. I can feel the love. I can feel the good vibes that Shannon Goodsell puts out into the universe and uh, we're just picking it up from her. Shannon is joining us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yay. Um, so you, I just wanted to say you met Shannon through your book club. <laughs> no, I really didn't. You didn't? No. Okay. Cause then um, I met Shannon through you and I forgot how you guys met. This is an interesting story. Oh, I love a story. This is an interesting story. We have been friends Shannon for how many, six years, seven? It was right before we moved to Wisconsin from from Wyoming, I believe, and we've been here for six years now, okay. seven years. Yeah, yeah. So we've been. Oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> we've been friends yeah. for for years. I can yes. say years. So go ahead. I mean, you're so fond to. You always tell the story so much better than I do. Well, interestingly enough, um, Melody and I were both in a group. I'm sure you've heard of it. Beachbody, because, oh. you know, we were trying to get fit and all. Right. And uh, all of a sudden, we find out, Melody says, where she lives, and it is only about a half hour from where I live, and we're like, holy shit, we can't be this close. That's <laughs> right. We cannot be this close. But isn't that, like, seriously, we met in an online, online. online <coughs> sure. exercise class. <laughs> Oh. Exercise class through Beachbody. Well, make sure to pass me that nugget over there. <laughs> Give me another nugget. I mean, seriously. I, oh, my gosh. It, like, seriously, though. Like, you cannot even. And I know that that happens, though. But seriously, then when we moved to Wisconsin, it's just been. And, and to find out that you're just across the state line. Yeah. And I'm always trying to, like, pull you over yeah. to uh, our to the Wisco side. Yeah. You are getting closer. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but so anyway, um, so you and I and then another friend um, that lives in Philadelphia, we've kind of stayed, um, we have stayed friends. Yes. From that. Oh, that's Beach Bridget. Body. Yes. Oh, Brigitte. okay. Or Brigitte. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. But she'll be fine with that too. So that's Beach Body. Okay. I always thought it was book club, but then you joined book club with Melody. When... Well, yes, because I first met up with Melody at the fair. We decided yes. to meet in person. Or was it was it fair? It was the fair. The fair. And awesome. you had on this bright, like purplish coat. And Kelly's like, that's gotta be one of yours. <laughs> <laughs> She's gotta be yours. She kinda stands <laughs> out, doesn't she? Yeah. 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 Like, what what coat was yeah. that? Like, and it was like, like oh. we knew each other from that. Because just your, your energy, right? Your energy, yeah. your vibe, attracts your tribe, however yeah. you want to quote it. Um, and it was great. So ever since then, we've done things together. And then when she started the book club, I am book nerd 101. Um, I was absolutely all in. So very impressive book club. I should Not book club, but you are very impressed. I'm so impressed with you 
um, in your reading, and you you have a hefty goal this year. I do. I am on Goodreads. You guys can find me on there, Shannon Goodsell, if you'd like, so we can be Goodread uh, reader book buddies, if you'd like. Ooh, love that. And um, you get to do rate the books and see what each other's reading, and you might be out of your genre a little bit, because usually I'm true crime, mm. um, mystery novels, mm. yeah. uh, but there's enough of that going on in the world right now, so I have recently started reading um, some fantasy books, Ooh. which I've never, ever read, and it takes me into a whole little romantic kind of genre that I've never even read so that's, that's fun. fun it is fun. it is it, it, is, is. it just kind of takes you out of the element of what's going on for a little while and you're like man that was a good book yes yes <laughs> it was so good yes <laughs> so good but today um we are um wanting to talk to you in regard to the journey that you have been on for a year now and we just know and I know that you have helped so many people on this journey um, with breast cancer. Can you tell us a little bit about when you were diagnosed, what your diagnosis is or was at that time? Absolutely. So in uh, February of 2021, um, I had pain in my left breast and I didn't really think much of it because one of the myths is that breast cancer doesn't hurt, right? It's the silent disease. That's why they tell you to do your own self-exams to feel for a lump. So I felt for a lump and it felt very large. Um, But it was just the excruciating pain. So I called my doctor. She got me in two days. Um, She said, yeah, let's go ahead and go for a mammogram. And you're like, okay, sure, you know. Um, So we went in for a mammogram. She got me in the next day and then they called. Two days later, I go in for a, a biopsy. And again, you're still thinking, hey, life is good. Right. Um, and then, since it's 2021, being what the last couple of years have been, um, they call you with your results. So they call yeah. me to tell me over the phone um, that I was diagnosed with um, HERS2 triple positive stage 2 grade 3 breast cancer. And what all that means is that it's just a different kind of breast cancer. And unbeknownst to me, I did not know there were so many avenues and lanes of breast cancer. I thought breast cancer was breast breast cancer. cancer. Sure, right, exactly. So when they told that to me, I obviously I was upset because it was over the phone, uh, but I didn't know what to do with the information. What does that all even mean? What is a grade? What's the difference between a grade and a stage? Exactly. Um, It has to do with the size of your tumor, how fast it's moving. And I'm like, what the hell is hers too? Can we go yeah, back to yeah. that you got this information over the phone? When I was diagnosed, or when I had, when I was told I was in an office, oh. my husband was with me because I immediately was trying not to zone out. Yeah. But it was just like all of a sudden, it was like I felt like I was in a movie where the where the the camera pans in on you so fast, and and you don't know what to do. Like it was just like I felt like I, it, the world was silent. And it was so yes. weird. So Larry was able to kind of take over a little bit and ask questions. And but over the phone, was Kelly around when you could, were you, No, I he mean, was at work because oh, again, Shannon. we just didn't think that we'd hear back that soon. All this has sure. happened in the span of a week and a half. Yeah. Right. So we, we we were like, whatever, you know. And, and another myth is out there is that if you're very small chested, um, it usually isn't bad. If it hurts, so we didn't 
think that much of it. Right. So going back to when they told me on the phone, I think I was so far removed from what they were telling me on the phone. She says, I remember distinctly, she says, I have a book for you here that'll walk you through all the procedures that's going to be up and coming from you for you and all the things that are going to be need to be done. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, a task book. I can I can deal right. with a task book like sure. a checklist. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Still, still no tears because I think I was still so far removed. So I get in my car, I drive a half hour to go pick up my book. I come home and I start reading it and it still hadn't sunk in the gravity mm-hmm. of it. Um, so Kelly got home that evening and I told him and he basically had the same reaction he was like what do we what do we do with this information right um so then we got another phone call back the next day um that i would need to see an oncologist the following week so this was a week of february you know 17th the week of february 23rd and then i started we went and seen the oncologist and i started my first chemo on march 17th so that's how fast it was going So so fast when we went and seen the oncologist, he explained to us what the HERS-2 was and all of this, and I'm still not in tears. I don't know if it was my being naive or thinking if I just keep thinking good thoughts, it's not that bad, or that no one in my entire family has breast cancer. I was just going to exactly. same here. So you're the only, there's no yes. other, wow. No breast cancer. So I'm like, well, this can't be that be big that. Big of a deal, right? Exactly. Right? You can just go in and get things. Yeah, get and whatever. I'm still not understanding what hers too was in that. And the doctor spent a good two hours with us, um, going through everything. And my husband is a numbers guy. He wants to know what's the percentage of survival, what's the percentage of a hers two, what is triple positive versus one positive. He wants to know all these things. Yep. And the doctor took his time with us, the oncologist. And he said to my husband, he says, okay, I'm going to put it in terms that I'm, I'm thinking you're going to grasp here with me. He says, think of a car, and you're in your favorite sports car, and you're driving it 80 miles an hour down the road. He's like, that's how fast your, your wife's cancer is moving at this point. Oh, jeez. And that resonated with my husband. And sure. while not everyone may not appreciate that kind of recognition, our oncologist is very good at reading people, and my husband instantly understood and his whole face um just kind of changed sure and then he was like in it he was in the screen he was wanting to know what the oncologist was talking about now to back up a little bit to get my husband to go with me to the oncologist we had to get special permission from the hospital because we were in covid for my husband to go with me the only reason he got to go with me was because it was my initial discussion yeah consultation and laying out our care plan so he was able to go with me um at that point in time oh my gosh i just wow so so what is and i and you maybe you're going to be i'm sure that you would will be explaining this in a little bit but what is uh, when we were talking after after you got this diagnosis i didn't know anything about hers hers too i i don't what is that what it tell everybody exactly what that is So HERS-2 is a form of breast cancer that gets, HERS-2 is actually cells that break and multiply so quickly that they feed your tumor. So it's from, when you're triple positive, that means that your um, estrogen and your progesterone, all that is over stimulating and overproducing in your body. 
I see. So that takes you to hers too, which is feeding your tumor. Okay. So some folks can have a breast cancer tumor without being fed by all those things. Mm -hmm. So you can have triple positive, you can have triple negative. Um, and the reason they try and put so much of that information in your line of diagnosis is so that they know what kind of chemo to start you on. Okay. So we're in the room. My husband's picturing this car and how fast it's going, and now his face is white. Right. <laughs> but he's listening now. He's intent, right? We're listening. And he's engaged. And so the oncologist is going over what kind of chemo we can start with. He says, we can start you off one. It's called... Um, a1, or we can start you off on one that's called TCHP. Your common person like us does not have any clue what the difference right. is. So he goes through and he says A1 um, is called the red devil. And he says the TCHP um, is specifically for, it helps target the hormones with hers too. But the A1 is a little bit more aggressive. So had I been up a grade, I'm sorry, or up a stage, we might have gone that way. So he explained the two, and I remember thinking to myself, because here I am still naive, I'm like, we can beat this. It's yeah. probably like a really bad, I don't know, cold, ache, something that we can cure, right? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know anyone within an arm's length of me. I knew of people that I worked with that had gone through chemo, but no one that I could really envision in my head mm -hmm. doing chemo. So he's explaining to us, and I'm still thinking to myself, and I'm like, ooh, sign me up for the Red Devil. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. um, you know, and, of course, you're just trying to deflect and kind of lighten the heaviness in the room. Mm -hmm. So um, I said, great. When he went through his spiel, and I said, could you give us brochures on both? And we can take them home. We'll discuss them, and then we'll have an answer for you. He's like, no. Oh, you have to make an answer now? You have he to decide to today. Decide. Oh. You have to decide today because I have to turn into the insurance, Shannon. We're not waiting two months to do chemo. We're not waiting. I need an answer from you today before you leave. I can leave the room and let you guys discuss it. And were you able to ask him what he or she yes. felt yes. would be the best? And he felt he that did. since I was on stage two, uh -huh. um which means that it had not progressed outside of that tumor, only to potential lymph nodes, that I could stick with the TCHP and not do the red double. Okay. So we're like, okay, that's, let's go. Let's, let's do, do that it. then. Let's exactly. do it. You know, let's sign me up. <laughs> so he has to turn into the insurance. Um, we got the call the day before. We got the call on the 16th in the afternoon that the insurance had gone through and that I would start chemo the next day. Wow. Right up. Jeez. Talk about right up to the deadline. Yes. You know? oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. And in the back of your mind, you have a two-way street. At least I did. I'm thinking, great, no call. I don't got to start yet. This is great. Mm -hmm. I keep on doing my thing. Mm -hmm. And the other hand, I'm thinking, oh, my God, they haven't called yet. I wonder if it's growing. How, how fast is it growing? Right. We have to start on the 17th. Right, right. <laughs> so all this stuff went through. So many emotions. So in between those couple of weeks, it was about approximately two, two and a half weeks before we were to start chemo. Um, you also get sent to a surgeon, which the they set up for you. The oncologist sets up all your appointments for you. Good. And I am for, I will be forever grateful for that. I have probably set up one appointment in the last year. Sets an appointment with a surgeon to go in and get a port put in, or you can get a pick line put in. And that is so they can administer all of your chemo, all of your steroids, all of your medicines, whatever treatment plan you're on. 
um, as well as take blood okay. from you because you have to have your blood taken every mm-hmm. time. And what did you choose for that? Uh, we did the port because port. he thought that would be better, which goes in your chest, the opposite side of your cancer. So we go in and have blood work done, and they call me, and they're like, yeah, we're not doing your port. Your thyroid's out of control. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, I have breast cancer and all this, and you're going to tell me, my thyroid has a headache, so we can't, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't put the port in? So he's like, that's what I'm saying. Oh. So the first time we went to do chemo on St. Patrick's Day last year, um, they did it intravenously, which which was fine. Okay. Um, we still had to, we were glad the insurance went through. Right. Let's just get the ball rolling. So after that, they upped, they played around with my thyroid medicine, and then I was able to get the port in. And the port, um, it takes a while to get used to. Okay. Because it does us right now. Um, it does. You can feel it in your skin. Uh huh. Um, and the nurses find the little prongs in there to take your blood and hook up all your stuff to it. So right now it looks like skin is grown over. Yes. But they're still able to get in yeah. to it? Yeah. It's fascinating wow. to me. And, okay. And it goes up to your, you know, it goes up to your vein and they put that in there. Okay. Um, and funny, my husband's a little squeamish. So after we got the port put in and we came home and, you know, you're caring for it, making sure it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> my mother came to stay with us for a few days. Our mom's the best. Yeah, she is. So she came to stay with us. Um, So we got the port put in, and then um, so TCHP is considered harsh chemo. That's the chemo. um, They say they refer to it um, when you're doing a lot of cancer research as the chemo that takes you to the the brink of death and brings you back. Oh, Shannon. So. there are just days when you sleep. You can sleep all night for eight hours, and you can sleep during the day for six hours. Mm. So in the midst of this, you know, we're still in um, COVID times. Right. So uh, my husband got a pass to come in for part of the time on my first chemo. Okay. So he could sit in there for part of the time. Um, and then he had to leave um, after they got it started. Um, and he sat out in the waiting room. So we did the first chemo, and TCHP is such a harsh chemo that after your first session, and your first session is six hours, because they give you pre-meds and steroids and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So after we got started, it was fine, because you don't feel pain or anything when you're having it put in. You don't really feel anything. Okay. Um, but after your first TCHP, you will lose your hair. Mm-hmm. You'll start to lose your hair. So at that time, my husband and I were discussing the hair loss. And I know for a lot of women, um, where it be you love your time, your me time to go to the salon and mm-hmm. feel pampered and exactly. feel good. Um, if you've gone to the same, um, the same beautician or the same person or that same friend that does your hair for a long time. It's more than just about your hair. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Yeah. Right. And when, and then when it comes down to your hair, when you leave there, you feel, damn, I look good. I am empowered when you leave with good mm-hmm. hair. Right. Right. So there's a lot of weight on that and it's very um, divided. Some folks see it as very vain that at this point in time where you could potentially um, die from cancer, that you are concerned with your hair. 
Others think of it as that's my hair. Yeah. It's one thing that makes me feel normal. Right. right. And the other thing people have to realize is if you have children, you, a lot of women don't want their children to see them sick. Sure. Right. So sure. there so is true. a much bigger picture right. to the hair question. I know Melly and I were talking earlier about the hair, and it, it is such a personal, very personal choice for each woman. Yeah, it truly women's is. Hair it truly is, is. It's a big thing, and why can't you have both... Um, emotions of yeah I'm vain I want my hair and yeah I know I'm going through something that could possibly be absolutely the worst thing ever you can have both emotions absolutely you, know? you can feel several emotions at one time right, right and your hair might be something that that you're known for at the time since we had gone through COVID I hadn't had my hair cut in a long time so I had almost two feet of hair um it was red it was sassy I loved it mm-hmm. I loved going to get my hair done um it was me time i just loved it yeah and um but my husband and i talked about it and for me it was one thing that i could control when we were talking about this last year it made sense to me yes the way that you're describing it and describing it now it is one thing that you can control because you can't control did they give me an option of which chemo i wanted yes but do you really know right and when you talk about the control are you talking about the fact that you chose to shave your head yes okay yes so it was one thing that i felt i could make the choice not my husband not my doctors me i shannon could make that choice of what i wanted to do so my hairdresser who i've gone to for years i text her and uh, she says you know what I'll come to your house oh oh wow so she came to our home and um, we decided we were going to go ahead and, and shave my head and get it done because for me it was two things it was a choice a decision for me that I got to decide right and exactly. like we were talking earlier hair's just hair but in certain situations, regardless of what you're going through, a chronic illness, mm-hmm. you know, or um, breast cancer in a different capacity, it doesn't matter. Um, if it's important to you and it makes you feel good, you it's yours. It is, yeah, yes. it's a part you know, of you. It doesn't right. have to be vain. It doesn't have to be one right or wrong. Um, so we decided to shave it. So my hairdresser came over and we decided that we were going to donate my hair. Um, in honor of my seven-year-old niece who had passed away um, four years ago last year when this was happening. She had a rare form of leukemia and passed away. So we were going to donate my hair to there. So two reasons. One, I got to make the decision, so I felt empowered like, even yes. if it's just my hair mm-hmm. or cutting my fingernails, mm-hmm. it's a decision that I get you to make. Yep. And I get to pay it forward. So I'm hoping there's some shy little girl out there who has my red flame in hair. Oh, yes. And it is just mm-hmm. empowering her mm. and just giving her life. Absolutely. So she came over, and my sister-in-law, who was um, my niece's mom, her name is Shannon. We have the same name. Her and her husband, we put them on FaceTime. And my husband was there, and the hairdresser was there, and we shaved my head. We made like a little party out of it. Yeah. Um, and we had some hats ready to go. And um, honestly, it felt empowering. I felt like I can move forward now. Right. right. And you don't have to see it coming out in clumps or for in me, different stages. Watching it come out in clumps every day and looking sick with different clumps. Yeah. Every day I would be reliving it. Yeah. And some people say, "Well, aren't you reliving it by looking at your bald head every day?" For me personally, once I got past being bald, yeah. 
I've seen it once and it's the same every day. Absolutely. I'm I, not continually having to lose something every right, day. Right, sure. Yeah. And you have some of the best um, coverings. You just had so many and they matched all your outfits and everything. But so yeah. you didn't decide to do wigs then? Me and my husband did go to a wig okay. place that um, the insurance will help you. So there are resources out there. Good. Ask your oncologist, ask your nurse care team. Um, they work with a lot of wig places that will help you. Mm -hmm. um, they'll help you push some insurances, help cover half. Okay. Some insurances will pay for one whole wig. Mm -hmm. um, so there's lots of options. So oh, please ask. Yeah, so we right. went and tried on wigs. Me and my husband went. They took you in this beautiful little room, set up in this big princess chair. And so you pick out all these wigs and you try them on. Um, but for me, personally, every wig they put on me, I didn't feel like me okay yeah it yeah. just didn't feel like me so we settled on a baseball hat that yep. has like an under like the back line of your hair sewed to the back of the hat mm -hmm. okay so if we wanted to go somewhere or something i could use that but after i i probably worn it once and honestly i wore my hats more than anything yeah. right they were yeah. comfortable for me i felt like me yeah i felt good right um and so and that's and, what you chose to. And that's what I chose exactly. to do. Yes. And yeah. everybody's different. Right. So Absolutely. that's yeah. you have the choice this there is again. This your journey, and this is what yeah. and we're talking with Shannon Goodsell, who is um, describing her journey um, through breast breast cancer um, for the last year. And uh, so, and we're so happy that you are here to join us this morning and, and uh, give us some insight about your diagnosis and so what is the next steps for you first of all we're talking about hair your hair is so adorable it's coming it's back coming back and it's it, in. it is it's pixie yeah it's like, it is so cute and it's so sassy it you know what i mean is. like she's yes. still sassy and feisty yeah it, it's growing in and i hats off to all you um folks out there who have short hair and style it every day because i'm your long hair girl i'm talking i got no shame dry shampoo and you put that thing in a couple of uh braids i'm good to go <laughs> okay but this short hair deal <laughs> it's a lot more work okay i don't know if we're gonna have a continued relationship but we'll work on it for right now it's so cute though yeah. it yeah. is so cute and it's coming in like curly and i yeah. had straight as a board hair so, we'll see so they, they do say that it does it does come it's in your testament to that it's coming in a little bit yeah, different yeah so, kind of different you but know, um, so we'll see what happens and once it started coming back in it, it seems like boom you know what i mean yes I, so or maybe just because i we've talked on the phone tech you know and yes. maybe i'm seeing you every you know day or whatever yeah but, right um, so. it's coming in pretty good now yeah um so to back up we finished uh we started tchp chemo um, March 17th of 2021 I finished in July and then it was time for um, the lumpectomy um, so we went in and did the lumpectomy at the beginning of September and many people have asked um, why did you decide to do a lumpectomy versus a double mastectomy and again I think that's a very personal choice um, for each female, for each mm -hmm. woman, for each human. That's a very, very personal choice. For us, we followed um, our oncologist um, recommendations that the cancer had been moving at such a rapid speed. Some women have double mastectomies before they do chemo. Mm -hmm. um, and he didn't want to do that because that would open it more 
at that time before we could really grasp because the tumor was already over a size three and if it continued to grow and get fed okay. so he wanted to attack it and kill it first gotcha okay so we followed his mm -hmm. you know i had no qualms you know wh whichever is best at this point so yeah. we did the we did the lumpectomy uh, we got the results back from that and unfortunately there was some residual um cells in there which they call that residual cancer disease so that means that you have to do radiation and another round of chemo but a different kind of chemo okay so this kind of chemo is much less harsh it goes by the name of catherine trial because it just came out in 2019 mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's very new and it is casila and um, I still go in every three weeks for that, and you have to take 14 doses. So I will not be done with that until August. Okay. Okay. Um, and then... What are some of the side effects that you're dealing with? Yeah. On this chemo? new chemo? Just... In general, the harsh chemo... Um, <laughs> the harsh chemo... You had some pretty bad bouts, didn't you? Yeah, you really didn't want to leave the house because you weren't sure... Yeah what kind of things were going to happen sure um and then there was um on tv they show a lot of vomiting and they show a lot of different things but that's not really always um the case the case or yes yes and it could be different for each person yeah i would think like, so and your joints um ache your bones ache uh -huh. um something terribly so you take medications for that and then you take medications for this um, and so on and so forth. And with Katsila, there's not as much harsh. It's more bone pain. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, and I was going to ask you, Melody, when you were diagnosed with breast cancer, did you, anybody in your family have a history? No. No. That's and that's so what they were saying, too, is they, with my age at that point, I want to say it was, I was early, late 40s. Okay. Early 50s, I think it was. Um, I've stopped and think how old I am and when I was diagnosed. Anyway, yeah. it has been years ago. Um, I want to say eight. Okay, now, maybe. Um, and so mine, um, I was diagnosed like zero stage, like zero stage, okay. which I didn't know that there was a zero stage. Right. And I found that I had cancer through a mammogram. And okay. um, I, I so didn't you feel didn't anything. feel anything. I felt fine. Sure. Um, I decided like I hadn't had one for a while. Yep. And um, I needed to go. Yeah. And so that's what happened. And I opted for a um, double mastectomy, even though the, the cancer was um, in one um, of my breasts. But for me, mm -hmm. um, I they told me that if the cancer comes back, it comes back more aggressive. Avenging. Right. And so I just opted to, to, for the double to mastectomy. Yeah. And, and then you had reconstruction. So you had and reconstruction implants. Yes. Okay. Yes. Immediately afterward. I didn't sure. want to go, you know, any type of, so you didn't have to do chemo or anything. I did not. I okay. Did not. So you just had the surgery. I feel like that I was, who's lucky. You know what I mean? Like, right. but, I am like because I didn't have to go through radiation. I didn't have to go through chemo. Um, I'm not taking a pill for five years. Right. Um, but then you know you still lost your breasts. Yes. And that's a part of yes. it. Yes. So yeah. you, like you said, no one is lucky. It's just no. The it whole, isn't. Whole it, way around is. But I I have an under. I mean, 
I'm not going through anything near what people are going through with, with chemotherapy, with, right. you know, radiation and, and one thing after another and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm lucky. I, I know that. And so, um, but and, and when we, when I was talking to Shannon, I didn't know anything about the HERS2, right. positive, negative, anything about that. You just, you kind of feel like you have breast cancer. What stage? I think most people know. Most people are like, what, what stage? stage? You know, One? Like, okay, five? Oh, okay. Yeah. You know. Like, I didn't know that there was a zero. And, and, and you, know? a, you said there's so, a, a positive and a negative of something. And the, I mean, holy cow. Yeah. You know, it's like you're speaking a foreign language. Absolutely. Just to get diagnosed. Yeah. So, um, my grandma had breast cancer. And mm-hmm. I remember... So it does run in the family, and I'm hoping that it doesn't skip a generation. So, like, I mean, yes, I want it to skip my mom, but I wouldn't want it to come to me then. Right. But we're not sure. And I just remember, you know, when I'd spend the night at her house and we get ready for bed, and, you know, she'd take off her bra, and one of her bras had, it was, like, uh, filled. Mm-hmm. And then one like side was, yeah, yes. and then it was flat. And what's, what, why don't you have two, you know, and, it, and she told me the whole story and it was just like, oh, oh my gosh. Okay. You know, and I just remember that now as, as a little kid and I'm wondering. It made an impact on you. Yeah. You know, you obviously. You think about that. Like, oh, geez. Um, so now I wonder, and I wonder with both of you, when they tell you about certain deodorants with aluminum or talc powder, stuff like that, do you feel that that causes breast cancer are you more um watchful of that when you purchase products that's a good question because they're always saying you know the aluminum right in under the armpit you know and stuff like that and then it's just like well geez i don't want to stink but i don't want it to be doing something right to my body in a negative way so i would say for me personally i've been very more mindful of it since talking to the oncologist because when you are doing the harsh chemo you can't have um all you can use is baby shampoo use baby shampoo to wash with use baby shampoo on your hair just because your skin for one is extremely sensitive and dry from the chemo because it eats itself out this way and it gives you neuropathy on your feet so um your skin on your feet. Um, we're going to get real here, ladies. Yeah. So the skin on your feet can come off in layers oh. where you can hardly walk on them. And so when my mom came to stay, she would rub a certain kind of lotion on there. Um, and yes, to to your point, um, you would get the lotion that the radiologist or that the oncologist or that your nursing team says, here's what, you're, what you, we're suggesting you use. Sure. Um, and they give you those brands. So okay. then you start almost unconsciously, consciously thinking, what else am I doing? Right. Like, mm-hmm. I love to burn candles. Oh, okay? Yeah. So what kind of candles am I burning? What kind of deodorant am I using? Yep. Um, what kind of face creams? What, what kind, kind of face exactly. creams am I using? Um, Whatever just, can be absorbed in, through your skin. Yeah, yeah, so you start thinking of all of those things mm-hmm. um, that could potentially add to it. Because at that point, you just don't want to add to it. Yeah, um, right, absolutely. You, you've had enough um, vulnerable moments where, you know, I'm 50 years old and I have my mother over rubbing cream on my feet. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the bathtub and I can't get out and I have to cry for my husband to come get me out. You know, you come to such a, a, a low point um, that you're like, am I ever going to be able to do anything for myself? Mm-hmm. You know. So again, when you're making those decisions, you're like, is 
silly as it may sound to some or small, you're like, I could decide what kind of deodorant I put on. Yeah, yeah. I get to decide. Yep. I'm going to decide what kind of face cream I'm going to use because those are the things I can control. Absolutely. Right. Um, so, yes, okay. absolutely. Just become a little be bit more mindful. mindful and conscious of that. Um, do a lot of research on it. Yeah. Um, to look into that. Um, and just a funny story. Back in April when we're in the middle of COVID and I'm on my second, second or third, because um, in April, I believe I had two chemo treatments. Um, I had also went and got the shot, the vaccine. Sure, right. Um, because obviously I was immune compromised. So within a two week period, um, and you know, I am not a patient person. I'll be the first one. <laughs> I'm just not, okay? So he's like, you can get the shot, and we will get your um, port put in. Okay. this was after my first one, right? So we got my port put in. We got the shot done. We went and got chemo done. And by Sunday, I was flat on my ass in my face. Oh. Okay? Mm. So I told my husband, I'm going to lay downstairs because I'm so hot. I'm going to lay downstairs. It's April. Which lay downstairs in the basement. Yes. Of chemo. So I'm laying down there. So by midnight, um, this might take some of us back a few years. Y'all know how good the bathroom floor feels, right? Don't nobody lie. Uh, <laughs> it's so uh, Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep. We all been there. Yep. Nobody lying here. Uh-huh. So I'm laying on the bathroom floor, and my husband had said, text me if you need something. Aww. And so he comes down. I texted him. He comes downstairs. He's like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Because by this time, um, this was one of the few times I did vomit on um, – chemo because I was dehydrated and the chemo was like black charcoal. Oh gosh. Oh, man. So my husband and that's scary. And oh, Kelly's like goodness. I don't know what to do. What do you what do you call an ambulance? Do you Yeah. And you're right, on the and floor. He, and he just wants to make sure he wants to fix it. Yeah. He wants to fix He's it and he wants to make sure he wants to get mad if I call the ambulance or not call right because they want your feelings. Yes. Yes. So he called the ambulance and y'all I had on, no shame here, okay? Y'all are going to know it all. I had on a pair of um, Coors Light sweatpants. Yes. <laughs> While I'm on chemo, Ooh, okay? I'm your girl. Yeah. She's a classy okay? broad. And a shirt, a tie-dyed shirt. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. For an, it was for the animals. Let's just let me preface okay, that. It was perfect. for the animals yes. for a pub crawl. <laughs> for a pub crawl. <laughs> Kind of, it, it matched. Matched. you had your course. You had a pup, pup, yeah. I'm like, so, hey, you know. we'd be classy over here. On the <laughs> yeah, floor. yeah. Okay. And the ambulance is on the way. Yeah, and the ambulance is on the way. I got no shoes on because I'm right. not really in the house. I'm just not. Yeah. And um, for those of you that don't know, I also have two plates in my mouth for my teeth. So I did not have teeth. I did not have shoes. I had on coarse sweatpants, I had a bald head, and I couldn't see for shit because I didn't have my glasses on. So when the ambulance got there, they're like, how are you? Well, (laughs) so by this time, I was coming in and out of being dehydrated and not feeling well, so I couldn't remember a lot, but there were these two big, burly guys. And I remember them putting me on that, you know, that little two by four thing. Yeah, the oh, stretcher. Oh, that little stretcher. So yeah. yeah, I know, right? So I need the extra we large. All, we yeah. all have in there. Yeah, right? I yeah. just want, yes. I'm like, what give me a nice pillow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on each side. And they got to carry me up the stairs. And at the top of our staircase, oh. it's got like this little wedgy, windy thing, right? So they're carrying me up the stairs. And the only thing I can remember carrying up the stairs is I'm telling them, I'm so sorry you had to carry my fat ass up the <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> oh, and oh. they 
just laughed and it made me feel better. Well, even though I was sick, you've never lost your sense of humor. Never. And that's what we love about it. Just, I'm just like, I could, you've never lost your sass. Yeah. You've never lost your personality. Cancer can do so many things to your body, to your physical appearance and to a lot of things, but to take away your personality and your sass and your love and And you know what? They did not. Think about it. EMTs, ambulance drivers, all that, they're not coming in to see you look like you're dressed up to go to prom. You weren't. They yes, know what. Exactly. They, they, they were price, expecting a red carpet. Right. They see everybody. With the lights at, and a disco ball. At but their you worst. Know what? You, you, <laughs> I felt the need to explain I myself. Know. I went to I went to I went to I'd be like, in fact, I have. But yeah. Just go look at my closet. I do have some better, like, just different things. I wasn't drinking when you got here. I'm yes. usually cuter than this. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> In my mind, I am, anyway. <laughs> Melody's like, you know, heard that. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So, we get to the hospital, and I'm remembering a little bit more, and here comes my husband. Into the, whatever little room they have you in right there in ER. And, again, we're in COVID, yeah. right? So, he got to come in for a little bit, and yeah, the poor guy is standing there. Most guys bring an overnight bag. Now, my husband has my glasses so I can see my teeth and some shoes. <laughs> hey, that's all you need right now. <laughs> He's like, hey, baby, got your bag. <laughs> you got your teeth. <laughs> I'm like, did I leave the house without all this stuff? Oh. He's like, that's why I thought I should call. So, yeah, so that gave us a little bit of humor. And when we look back on that, that's... As odd as it might sound to someone, everyone's journey is different. I don't want to take anything away from anyone who, um, you know, has a different view of cancer or their cancer journey is different. By no means, I don't want to mock it or anything no. like that. But for me and my husband, we look at that now um, and we share that story because to us, it's it's the good cells. It's funny. Right. It's who we are. Yes. It's kind of a pivotal moment. It, it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just... It hit home. It did. That, that, that early on, it hit home that nothing for the next however long is going to be the same. Yeah. You know? Right. So, yeah, that was a pretty pivotal moment. Um, and then when I couldn't get out of the bathtub, because um, they said um, coconut oil was really good for your dry skin, but okay. you just shouldn't put it in the bathtub. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, okay. gets a little slicky. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, it really would. Like, it would be very, very <laughs> I mean, so... Hmm. So what happened? Like, how... He, he tried to get me out, but he was soaking wet. I was oh, wet. And I'm love. like, all I kept saying was, I'm so sorry. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So, you know, and then there was another pivotal moment that I joined some groups on Facebook. And social media, as we know, especially in these times, can be... Helpful or hurtful. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of have to pick what you're going to follow. Is it feeding me um, what I need or is it feeding into something that I don't need? Right. So I joined a lot of the groups about chemo um, and that hers too so that I could learn some tips and tricks, right? Because who else better than a resource has been through it? So we read on there that when you start losing your hair, even though you shaved your head, some of it is still spiky, some of it is still coming out because you you can shave your head with the electric razor, but you can't shave it with like a razor like you'd shave your legs with because you can get cuts. Oh. And if you have an open cut, when you have cancer, so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they said, use a lint roller. So I told my husband, listen to this crazy shit. <laughs> These girls are using a lint roller on their head. Listen to this crazy shit. And he's like, let's do it. I'm like, all right. Okay. And it turned oh out to gosh. be like a head massage. Oh, really? So it's a good... Oh. So when the little pieces are starting to fall out where you can't do a close shave, you do that lint roller on there, and it just rolls those little pieces right out of there, okay. and it feels like a little massage. Well, that's good. That's okay. a very, very So see, good. those kind of tips and stuff are something that you can take from social media yeah. and pass on to someone else. Helpful to someone who's going to be listening Absolutely. is listening right now. Absolutely. Yeah. If Absolutely. someone would like to reach out to you, Shannon, can they? I know that you um, are very forthcoming and, and about your journey and about what you're experiencing and um, we appreciate that. And um, if someone would like to reach out to you, email address or to, to see about their journey or ask you any questions. Are you open to that? Facebook or? Absolutely. You can send me a message on Facebook, um, on Facebook Messenger. You can send me a message on Instagram. Um, You can send me a message on my email. Um, What's your email address? It would be asses and Shannon, G O O D S E 70 at Comcast.net. Any question? and I'm not the be-all, end-all, but for the love of God, I will help you find a resource or help you um, help direct you. There are so many resources out there that aren't even known. Um, insurance, most insurances, 90% of them will pay for special bras for you while you're getting radiation. Oh. Um, the sleeves for your arm, if you're going to go... Um, Mm. on an airport the compression sleeves yes um physical therapy how they word it to the insurance if you're going to have lymphedema if it's just physical therapy depends on how much the insurance is going to cover um so anything that i can help you with or that i can answer that i can ask my social worker for i have no problem she's on part of the care team um to help you um i'm with northwestern that's where my husband has insurance through um, and there's a whole care team. There's a dietitian that comes in and talks to you periodically. Um, the, the, the nurses, the social workers, um, they check on you. Um, all of that group of people, if I can get them to give me some resources, if you're in a different insurance mm-hmm. branch That's or awesome. whatever, like, that I can help you yeah, with. Because so you have to be your own best you advocate be, you, do. you have to you ask questions active. you certainly do I, no. my husband makes fun of me because every time we go to the oncologist he's he'll cover my blood work mm-hmm. and all the things to make sure that i can go through with chemo the next day or that day and then he'll say do you have any questions and um, he'll giggle because now he's like what questions did you bring this week because i i always have a question because i want to know what's next or when can i start eating raw fruits and vegetables are are we still doing frozen or can i use them but wash them off really good um what supplements can i be taking now to help with the bone pain what is safe to take what is not because you don't want to rob peter to pay paul Mm -hmm. with your supplements so anything that i can help you with um several women have sent me pictures um there's no judgment if you want to send me pictures i had a gal send me a picture of her lumpectomy and asked me if this rash that she had looked right um by all means i will try and help you right right and that's what's so cool about you that you are open and and just even as far as if somebody needs a friend that's going through the same same thing you are absolutely there for everybody and 
you can always send us a message as well and we yeah, can get it to and Shannon. I, I was gonna ask your Facebook is Shannon Goodsell. And then Instagram, how do you have it? It's all one word, it's Shannon Goodsell altogether. Okay. Yep. Oh, and my Facebook is Shannon J. Goodsell because oh. um, my sister-in-law is Shannon Goodsell. So That's there's right. two of so us. You're yes. Shannon yeah. J. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. There's two of us. The world should be scared. So there's two of us. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. So for those of you that want to ask questions, please feel to reach out um, along this journey or the journey that you're on or if you have a chronic disease um, journey that you're on. Mm-hmm. Um, have no expectations mm. because family, friends that you expected to be there for you or that you didn't even think about, Mm -hmm. it never crossed your mind because in your heart you're like, oh yeah, that person will be there, check, I can get that done, check, that'll help. Um, Things change, things shift, people don't know what to say, um, regardless if it's it's family. Um, It's a very, that can become very bumpy um, in many folks' journeys. And as I've reached out to some of the girls I've gone to school with, that is one of the biggest, that's probably the top three things that we talk about. Oh. If we can't sleep at night, some of us got a little group message we got going on, is um, how our family members um, and friends and how certain ones have come through for you like you never even thought of. Sure. And how others, you're like, where the hell has this person been? Yeah. Right. But again, you have to decide, and it took me months, it took me a few months, um, you have to be willing, again, to think enough and appreciate yourself and give yourself some grace that you can't carry that load. Right. So draw yourself some boundaries. Boundaries doesn't mean I don't love you. Boundaries doesn't mean that I don't appreciate you loving me the best way you know how. Boundaries means that I can't carry the way that my expectations didn't turn out for me at this time. Mm-hmm. So... It's okay to have boundaries. It doesn't mean that you don't love one another. It's just healthy for me at this time. Yeah. Is it going to hurt? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. When you can't expect you and other people. Because I know Shannon Goodsell is there for everybody. You know? But it, it's not always going to be that way. So I, and for me too. You've said that before and it's so true. It is. Don't expect you don't expect from somebody else. That's good. Mm-hmm. And whatever that is, whatever situation mm-hmm. it is, everybody is an individual and yep. it just, you'll, you'll save yourself, um, anger, sadness, stuff like that. When you know to not expect yourself in other people, right? No, so not, every, good. not everybody thinks like you do. So it's okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good because um, it's a it's a bumpy journey when you start going down that way with your expectations and you got to give yourself some grace too. Yeah. Right. Um, when you're going down that journey. And I, I like to think of it as um, you're carrying this backpack mm-hmm. and you're out backpacking and you're out on a journey and you need to find a safe space where you can sit down and unpack your backpack. A safe space for you to land where there's no judgment, um, where you you can feel multiple things at a time. I can laugh and cry in the same sentence with my husband, sure. and there might be an incident of pee my pants once in a while because <laughs> you know, things happen. Hey, we're I keeping it real over here on this Saturday <laughs> morning, okay? Let's keep her real, you listeners, okay? So you unpack that backpack, and you have to find somewhere safe to unpack it. 
Yeah. It may, and it may depend on what's in your backpack that day. So I know early on, I knew Melody had been a breast cancer survivor, so she was one of the first people that I shared with because I knew it would be a safe space to land. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then as that backpack gets heavier, because then you get, we're women, we get into that comparison deal. So-and-so has cancer and they're still working. Why am I not? Oh, or so-and-so mm-hmm. is doing this or so-and-so is doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you let your mind just race. And my husband continuously tells me, your job is to get better. Yep. And that's a very that's very dangerous to go down that rabbit that hole. That rabbit and, hole. And to you compare yourself. And no matter what journey that you're on, Absolutely. it's terrible. Yes. It really totally, truly we is. Just don't is, let your mind go crazy do down that rabbit don't do hole. That. Right. And especially you know? as women, we were talking earlier, as women we think, I'm going to go to work. And if you have children, I'm going to take care of my children, and I'm going to run a full-time job, and I'm going to do chemo. There's no prize at the end. I can do it all. And I'm going to keep a perfect house, and I'm going to do it. Yes, there's there's no No. prize at the end. You know what the prize is? If you take care of yourself and your kids get to see you, how strong you are. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, So I think... Whoops, there's... We're not at Courtney's house. Somebody's house house with uh, (laughs) this Polly Pocket and... (laughs) I think that probably is too right. Hi, Flynn. Oh. oh my gosh. Oh. That's live podcasting for us. That is it. That is it. Look at your guard dogs. Please, please. Come on. You know that we're recording. <laughs> so the backpack also has to be when you feel like sharing it with who you want to share it with. Like right now there are certain folks in my family. I'm, it's not a safe space for me to unpack my backpack. Okay. Right. And for my husband... There has to be certain times when you can unpack that backpack, when you have to talk about adult things like a will, a trust. And so we're going to take care of that in March. But it took a whole year for us to get to that point. Mm -hmm. The timing. Yeah, absolutely. So girls, you you be your best advocate. You love you like you would love someone else who had cancer. Mm -hmm. And you carry that backpack around and you unload it. And some days you're going to cry. You're going to cry all day. And you're going to be mad. You might break a few things. You might not get out of your pajamas for three days. But you know what? Let yourself feel that. Don't squash it down. Just don't sit in it. Yeah, so. that's good. Feel it, but don't stay there. Yes. In those feelings. Yes, because yes, you have okay. to feel it. You feel it. You're going through those stages. Let yourself feel it. But don't and, stay there in, yeah. in the dark. And, yeah. And, yeah. Find yourself a community. And I have been, I, I can't even tell you, that will bring me to tears. I have been extremely overwhelmed, blessed, and humbled by how many folks have reached out to us. Um, We've had blankets that people have made and sent to us, um, cards, little gifts like you guys have sent. It's just, it's, it's amazing. And again, that's the journey that I chose. So on Facebook, if you want to send me a message, I do share some on my regular social media platform, but I also have a cancer group where I share more details. Um, because I don't want, not everyone wants to know, and I'm cool with that, but if you want to be in the group and kind of find out and just kind of hang out in there and lurk behind there and send me some private messages, by all means, I'm open to anything. Want to meet for coffee and talk about hair? Hey, we can do that too, or talk about no hair, whatever, whatever you like. That special group is, that's the Good Cells Gambit? Yes. Is that, now can somebody find that or do you have to invite somebody to like that they can or? just shoot me a, they can just shoot me a private message on Facebook Perfect. and then I can let them in okay. excellent in the group yeah and that's just awesome. to be mindful of other 
folks that are in there because right now I can tell you there's four other people in that group who have cancer who have decided not to share their journey but one woman in there is gaining strength from that group so my tribe is wrapped their arms around her without even knowing it good oh good so oh. by all means you want to be in there and get some love We'll take it's you. a good place to yeah. get some yes. love. Nice. Absolutely. It's awesome. Woo-hoo. Shannon, I hope that you join us again. And um, well, Because I know that there's a lot more um, that we probably didn't even cover today. Um, but it's this is longer than what we normally go. Yeah. And, I kind of thought it necessary. would be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're happy to do that. So we invite you to come back anytime that you want. Absolutely. Yep. And looking forward to, um, to that day. Me too. Back again. So thanks, we have, ladies. We have more mimosas to drink. We do. We, we gotta go. We do. We do, we do have to go. <laughs> Some little nuggies. But um, you, you've had the last few times about the be bold. Um, uh, the the ending question. The ending question. So our kind of our saying has become be bold. Melody and I in the last year had to be bold in oh some areas gosh. of our lives. So we wanted to ask you, how are you staying bold? I love that question. I'm staying bold because I feel empowered by the group that's around me. So I'm staying bold by sharing, um, obviously like today, um, sharing a lot of details to stay bold in hopes that it'll help someone else intrigue a question where I can help them. Perfect. Perfect. A candid conversation this morning. Inspirational and... um, and super informative. And very informative. Yeah. With Shannon Goodsell. Thank you so much, Shannon, for joining Thank us you, this ladies. morning. We appreciate it. that. So friggin' cute. Absolutely. <laughs> and we'll be back again next oh, yeah. week. Mm-hmm. And as always, everybody have a great rest of the weekend. Yes. Until we see you again, stay positive, test negative, and thanks for shopping at Melody Mart. See ya!